0: Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. My name is Cole. My name's Adam. Hey, Adam. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing jolly. Yeah, you having a good swell. week so far. Jolly swell. Love that. Yeah, um, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I am
1: uh, trying to be intentional with my emotions like we talked about a couple weeks ago.
0: How is that manifesting?
1: Um, well, I am being mindful Of my feelings and I've kept up with my journaling which has been great
0: yeah your gratitude and uh, I'm feeling gracious and grateful what have you been gratitude gratitudeful for lately um mostly
1: you know things around town that I enjoy having the ability to go visit that I take for granted my friendship shikra no not shikra like you know we have great restaurants
0: Oh, yeah, you've been going to that ice cream place.
1: Salt and Straw, yeah. Our West Coast Mm. listeners will understand. Yeah. Um, There's a Salt and Straw in Florida now, so lots of ice cream. Is this the only one in the state? It is. Wow. Miami might have one, actually, but they're few and far between. Um, But anyway, we should probably talk about what the people came here for.
0: Yeah, we're a minute and 18 seconds (laughs) in.
1: And uh, that is art and bringing our creative dreams to life, which every week we do talk about. But this week, I want to talk about bringing your creative dreams to life. Not, Isn't that what we always talk <laughs> about? Well, the emphasis is on your. Uh, because okay. we talk about bringing your creative dreams to life. But sometimes people focus on other people's idea of what their dreams should be. And that can be hard. It's hard to fulfill other people's vision for what you should do. And when you pull it off, sometimes you're not actually that much happier Uh. because it wasn't your dream. It was someone else's. And that can be, you know, other artists. That could be your parents. That could be family members, partners, uh, your friend group. Really, anybody that's, you know, influencing how you feel about your career can have that effect where you're trying to make them happy with your career instead of yourself. So I just figured we could talk about three different Kind Of types of dreams that other people have for you and whether or not you should be trying to fulfill those, okay. So let's dive right into it. Uh, first of all, the first one we're going to talk about, I actually was inspired because I saw a meme on oh. the internet. Uh, it was like a timeline of ages and it was like one through you know, 10. It said one, z- or, age one yeah. through 10. Okay, it said like bright kid with some artistic
0: talent or something to that effect so there's a picture of a kid and it's like under it it's like yeah bright kid with some artistic talent
1: then it's the next line on the timeline is like uh teenage years through early adulthood and it's got burnt out person like trying to find their place in the world okay and then at 30 it says weird guy with a focus right interface which Hold on, is... let me
0: see. <laughs> Who makes this right here? Focus, Focus right? right. It says it right on top. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh,
1: which if you don't know, it's a piece of music recording gear. Yeah. Um, and you know, that really to me I saw a lot of people commenting like OMG two relatable, like thanks, I hate it, like that kind of comment hmm. on this meme. And it made me think about this timeline kind of we view our career on this this timeline. And a lot of times we're trying to match up someone else's vision of what an artist's timeline looks like with our own career. Yeah. And so we feel like we're failing because we're not some prodigy hmm. who's 20 and has a fulfilling art career and a huge audience. And maybe we are in our 30s before we figure out exactly what it is we want to do.
0: I mean, it's the Harrison Ford was 40 when he originated the role of Indiana Jones. Yeah. And, you know, being on someone else's timeline
1: isn't going to make you happy. If you feel pressure to succeed in a short period of time, uh, you know, you're kind of maybe forgetting that you do have your whole life ahead of you. And, you know, 30 is, is young for a human being. And it's honestly young for an accomplished artist and these people that we see that are 20 25, 19 with amazing careers. Those are the exception to the rule. And those are people who aren't your everyday artists making a living. They're kind of noteworthy because they are young and they've got it figured out. So if you're trying to match that standard, uh, you know, that's a hard standard to hit and it's okay to not have it all figured out. The second goal that other people set that we hold ourselves to is Being a full-time artist, I sense a lot of artists that feel pressure to be full-time creatives uh, feel some sort of shame in having to be part-time artists or having a full-time job. And sometimes I'll even see people put their bio on social media to say full-time artist. Like they make sure to mention like, oh, I do it full-time and they want to make sure that you know that. Uh, Truth be told, there's no surefire way to guarantee that being a full-time artist is what's going to make you happy. There are people I work with often who are totally happy to be part-time artists and work a part-time job. And there are tons of people I know who have decided to let art just be fun to them and let it be a hobby. And they're totally fulfilled as artists and they make a lot of awesome work. And they're not even worried about
0: uh, trying to sell it. Yeah, I I think that something happens inside of us uh that that makes us enjoy our lives less when we are attaching our worth or value or contentment or whatever on whether or not we have a title like that i i don't know i think life might be more enjoyed if you just like are grateful for what's happening right now like of course i don't mean if you're like in a bad spot i'm just saying like yeah, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing. Let me find the joy in those things. And if you want to continue to progress forward, ah, don't do it because it's an attempt at validating your own life. Right. Like, do it because it's like a passion that you have or an objective or a goal. But yeah, I, I don't know. That seems rough. It
1: is. It is rough. And I think. There's kind of two parts to it because
0: it is great
1: to be able to pay your bills with art and it feels like gratifying to be like, Oh, I did it. Right. But at the same time, commodifying and commercializing every hobby that exists has become something kind of toxic that I've noticed in the world. I see ads that have copy, like turn your passion for crocheting into a full-time business Oh or uh, make a living selling, you know, whatever, prints. And it's like people are trying to pe- get you to pay them to teach you how to become this idealistic full-time creative person.
0: Um, I, we, in our office today, there's, there's conference rooms and there's windows on the conference rooms. And there was a guy in there who was had a big slide up on the TV that said, like, how to start your hustle. Right. And then it was like a room full of people. And when I saw it, I was like, it's really interesting that hustle means like work hard and go get it. Hustle also means like fraudster and like deceiving people. <laughs> and when I saw this room full of people who were like paid to come to this seminar, I was kind of like, I wonder what kind of hustles actually happen <laughs> in there.
1: Yeah, it's tricky. And I do I do feel like part of having a passion for art has been lost in the desire for everyone to become like a full-time side hustle artist guy who's like making their their living off of their art career like it's okay if you just like making art and you also like your job that you have now to just do both and not try to like struggle your way into being a full-time artist
0: it's also okay to struggle your way into being a full-time artist yes but it has everything to do with like what is it that you actually want right and that's the point that I guess I'm trying to get
1: across is, like, if you don't mind having your job that you have and you actually maybe you like it and you like doing art, it's okay to say this art is relaxing and I like making it. And it's fun to do a gallery show every six months or do a concert every couple of months and do my full-time job and I'm fulfilled. Like, don't feel pressure to to be the guy who doesn't have a job.
0: Yeah, there's there are, there are lots of options, but two of the options are you have to paint seven pictures a week because you have to sell them. There's also the option of you can paint whenever you want and it doesn't matter how many you produce because it's not how you're going to pay your rent.
1: Yeah, and I think in that manner, painting for that person becomes like reading a book Hmm. versus painting for that person being like, answering emails and filling out spreadsheets, right? Cause there are people that if painting feels more like the second one. So we've covered that thoroughly. The, uh, the third person's dream that I want to talk about that you might be trying to live up to is a past version of yourself. As you grow, your passions will grow and they'll evolve and it's totally healthy to assess your goals and make sure that they haven't changed or if they have To figure out what about them has changed and make sure that you're not just trying to serve like a stubborn goal that you set for yourself a long time ago. So one example of that is around 2019, I realized that I had spent almost a decade trying to be a full-time music producer. And after a lot of interesting financial discussions and trying to figure out if we're going to renew this big lease for the studio or not... I decided, you know what, I've actually really enjoyed producing my own music lately a lot more than I have anyone else, besides maybe like a select few artists that I actually really enjoy working with. So I decided to step back and really just kind of refocus my goals and say, I want to work on my own music and I want to work on, you know, five to 10 albums a year that I really connect with. And I'm going to cut back on a lot of the other work and I'm going to find other ways to make a living. And to me, that was a big shift and it kind of felt like I was letting down the old version of me that wanted to be this full-time, you know, producer and just record bands every single day. But uh, once I'd made the switch, I realized that that old version of me doesn't exist and Mm -hmm. I don't need to worry about letting it down because it's not real.
0: And it's okay to to let your old version of yourself down if your goals change. And to be honest, like I think a lot of times we end up in a place in life that we never even anticipated. And of course, that happens in the negative sense, but it also happens in the positive sense. Like I don't think I could have gold my way into what I'm doing now, right? Because it just wasn't like growing up. I was a kid who played music and acted. And I continued that through college and um, and into my adult life, and then I started making things in a different way than expressing creatively through music and through through acting, and that kind of al- allowed something to emerge that I didn't even know kind of existed, as far as like creating these large scale events and uh, interactive art and. the the theater that we create now, um, like a lot of the things that we make aren't things that exist. And so it would have been like impossible to say, I'm going to goal myself into that because it was just like, okay, try that and see if it works. See if you enjoy it. See if you want to do it again. If it's successful, like that's maybe a good sign. Try it again if you want to. (laughs) And then just like, kind of following the path of what emerges. And I think there's so much joy in allowing that kind of freedom in our process.
1: Yeah. And I think that realizing there's not like a finality to moving on to something else. Like for all of high school, I thought I was going to be a guitar player in a band and it would be my full-time job forever. And then when that band broke up, I was obviously devastated Um, but I had like a perspective shift of like, you know what? Like I've learned how to produce over the past, however long, maybe I'll do that for other people. And I tried it out. And that decision to stop doing that as my full-time career was a similar turning point. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that those events are not this earth shattering failure that I kind of felt like they were at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so each one, each time that I kind of shift gears now, and move into something else it just feels like a part of the process yeah so with that being said i think uh we've covered pretty thoroughly three different people who you shouldn't uh try to satisfy so you can focus on your own dreams so with that being said we hope you have a beautiful week we'll see you next week thanks for listening
0: bye